Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Basement Binge. It's been a quick minute since we've done this. Uh, this week is a special one. We're going to be talking about Rise of Skywalker. It was just released in theaters, although we're a little late to the party. But anyway, I'm Harrison. I'm Calton. And I'm Cade. And, uh, yeah, let's get kind of started into this thing here. We'll just give you kind of a little breakdown of what we're planning to do here, a little different than our traditional podcast. We'll just kind of talk about Rise of Skywalker and our thoughts about it. Um, Spoiler-free, keeping away as many spoilers as we can. Give ourselves a ranking um, of it using our personal ratings scale of Pick Your Poison. Um, Then we'll drop that spoiler. We'll get into talking about it a little bit more. Um, And, of course, always end with Fall In like we do. Uh, so yeah, spoilers, spoiler free thoughts about the movie. So I had the opportunity to go see it twice in theaters. I know Kate saw it twice. Yeah, I've seen it twice. We I was, went and I was saw it together you. the second yeah. time. Kellen, did you just see it once or twice? Just once. Just once. Okay. So maybe first, maybe just kind of to start the conversation, we'll we'll start with Pick Your Poison. Just. Switch it up a little bit. So starting with our Picker Poison, and to anyone who's new here, first off, thank you for listening. Um, but also, Picker Poison is our personal rating scale here at the Basement Bench. Um, at the bottom of that scale is to never watch again, obvious. Um, right above that is to um, watch the movie if it were ever on a streaming service that you're already subscribed to or like a free streaming service or something. If it was on there and you were needing something to watch, you would watch it again. Above that is renting the movie where you would willingly pay you know, a few bucks to watch the movie a second time. And then the top of the list is buy the movie, which is supporting the studio full send on it, buying it, watching, rewatching it as many times as you want, whenever you want, uh, spending the most money on it. Uh, and that's our ranking. Uh, our, our pick or poison. Then we'll kind of do a little bit of ranking in the Star Wars movies. Um, so yeah, pick or poison. My personal poison that I would pick with this movie Uh an easily pick is going to be buy the movie. All right. Yeah. So for a lot, for a lot of reasons, one because it's a Star Wars movie and I collect movies, so kind of just natural. I generally buy movies a lot, so my uh, ranking is a little skewed. But also just because genuinely, I really really enjoyed the movie, especially um, on the second time watching it. I enjoyed it way more the second time than I did the first time. Um, so I imagine that that will come more and more. The more you're able to watch it, the more I'll enjoy it. Um, you know, having an understanding of what it is and how I watch the movie, so to speak, will make it more enjoyable each time I watch it instead of having to go unprepared for what it was that I would be viewing, if that makes sense. So right. I'll, I'll buy it. I, I know I will. Uh, that's cool. All right, my turn. Um, this is a no-brainer big buy for me. Like, I really enjoyed this movie and oh, for a lot yeah. of different reasons because oh, this is hard not to get into spoilers. The way you looked at me, though, when I said buy it, I thought that you didn't like it, oh. <laughs> so that surprised me. No, I I remember telling Kay like walking out of the theater. I think this might this movie might have made my top ten list of all of time. all time. Wow! And it's, I was so it's surprised hard. when I heard that. I was you like, know, I've really? heard I've heard a lot of people like kind of give me backlash for that because like 
I feel like any movie or most movies, if you look for things that are wrong or off, like you'll find them. Um, yeah. And and in this movie, there are things like that. But first time watching it, you know, the the pure like perspective, innocent. I didn't know anything going in. Um, like it had been a while since I'd seen like the Last Jedi and like um, Force Awakens, so I didn't like remember a whole lot of things. So it was just kind of just like, oh, okay, yeah, it's like, see how good this movie was. I absolutely loved it. Like, I, I feel like I'm a guy where I could get, like, hyped up super easy, and this movie got me so hyped at certain parts where I'm, like, kind of, like, screaming in my chair, and, like, I can't breathe kind of yeah. thing. Like, it got so intense and just so cool, so much fun to watch. So I'll, I would definitely buy this movie just because it. Just, I had so much fun watching yeah. it. It's there's just fun, and there's so many cool scenes, and just, it just really, I I thought it capped off well the, um, this latest Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, to, to kind of give a comment to that, that before Kay gets into it, I thought, just personal opinion, that um, Revenge of the Sith, Episode 3, is the perfect, complete conclusion to what you want to call the Skywalker Saga. I've always felt that the sequel trilogy, as much as I love them, I'm a huge supporter of them, I don't think it really fits in the Silent Walker, Skywalker saga. I feel like episodes one through six are, you know, a complete book, and then episodes seven through nine is just kind of like this epilogue that is just kind of like, all right, we got this story, what is the world like after this story? It doesn't really seem like it fits. So anyway, in my opinion, I feel like episode three is a perfect conclusion to the Skywalker saga, but this movie is a great conclusion to the sequel trilogy. Yeah, it really wraps up well. The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi kind of like in a little present. So it's like you could, it's not like the perfect ending, but you could cause it. Okay, all right, that's that's a good way to like kind of wrap things up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I have a lot more to say, but we'll let Yeah. Before I get into this, I want to say like, I've, we watched this opening like the day after it came out, right? I, think it was, I watched it opening night. You watched it opening night. Ours was the day days. Days. Yeah, the next day. yeah. So it's, it's been a while since. Like us watching it and now us talking about it, and I've held these things. I've actually typed up a couple of things on my phone if I want to talk about. So this is a huge. This is a huge episode. But I say I want to buy this because it's Star Wars. I mean, <laughs> Star Wars. I mean, guys, come on, it's That's Star Wars. That's period. Tweet podcast episode. Say what you will. It's it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars is a movie that's spent over 42 years. And how big of a fan base does it have? It's huge. And so my parents have bought all like one through six. And I'm sure we'll buy one through, you know, one through every single movie that's out there of Star Wars, including this latest one. And so to me, like it because because it is Star Wars, as I will buy Star Wars because I love the story of it. Like, ever since Rise of Skywalker, I've watched probably up to arguably 30 videos on YouTube about Star Wars and speculation and hate videos and love videos about the movie and the whole thing and, like, other side stories and stuff like that because I love, I'm just so captivated. This movie got me, got my nerd on for Star Wars, you could say. It was. I agree with what Colin said. It was a really, really fun movie to just enjoy. Like it was it, the whole time. I'm like, I, I want to be careful here because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Like the Last Jedi, I really, really love the Last Jedi. It's up there one of my favorites, and I know a lot of Star Wars fan hate 
and Last Jedi. So that's kind of besides the point. But there was things about the Last Jedi that were hard to me, hard for me to enjoy. As a whole package, I really enjoyed it. But certain segments bothered me. Those segments no longer bother me after the Rise of Skywalker. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the Rise of Skywalker completed those things from the Last Jedi in such a way that makes me enjoy it more. Makes me enjoy the whole tr- sequel trilogy a lot more. Yeah, I'd say that with this movie though, it is important that you do watch The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Yeah. Because it definitely shows a, like the relationship between Rey and Kylo Ren. It really plays off of like everything you know from the last couple movies. Yeah, it's- and definitely like in terms of like the Sith and who the bad guy is and like how that all works, it explains. I just think the reason why I think this movie does such a good job of like finishing the trilogy is because it explains so much mm-hmm. from the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. Like, um, it dives into a lot of different things of like the past Siths, like Snoke. Um, and then like who Ray is and I just think it does a really good job of just tying it all together well like I said earlier so if you do want to watch this like I would recommend going and seeing you know not you don't have to watch all six if you haven't seen the first hours it's like kind of weird if you haven't but like yeah. at least watch The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi before you go see this yeah I think Star Wars just I don't know if this is the right time to talk about this I've had a lot of thoughts about Star Wars in general for a long time because like especially like financially so this is the conclusion to the longest lasting franchise and one of the most beloved franchises in all of Hollywood like everyone knows what Star Wars is everyone loves at least one of the Star Wars movies you know what I mean and uh, the movie has yet to cross a billion dollars and like not that that's needed but like you would think that the movie of this standing would easily already be over a billion dollars and be on its way to two billion two billion dollars you would expect this to be similar to endgame if not surpass it um and it's not even close and i feel like it's just because so many fans no longer like star wars which is sad to me and yeah. I, i've been wanting this is something i've been wanting to say and think about for a long time i would like personally want to apologize to everyone who feels like star wars is ruined for them although i disagree with you you feel that disney you call it disney wars whatever you want to call it you feel that disney or whoever is responsible has ruined Star Wars. And I'm sorry, first off, because you're missing out on a whole ton of fun. But second, that is an awful feeling to feel like something so important and so much a part of you is being ruined. Whether I disagree with you or not, you feel that way, and that's totally fine. Like, you can feel your own way. That's got to be a major bummer to feel that way. I'm genuinely sorry that you feel like someone else has ruined this beloved thing that you love. But it's really interesting to see, like, how toxic and divisive the Star Wars fan base is. Oh like it's, it is, it's, I'm, it's and it's, really and it's not, it's not just like one way. It's not just like the haters of Star Wars and the lovers of Star Wars is like the toxicity goes both ways. Like it's everywhere. And it's like people who love the Star Wars hating on people who hate it. People who hate Star Wars hating on people who love it. It's like, can we all just like say like, I like it. You don't let's be friends. Like, I'm sorry that you don't like it. I'm sorry that you feel it's being ruined. Genuinely. That's a bummer feeling, but I like it. Like, it's so weird to me, like, how, like, I'm on Reddit a lot, and, like, I remember right after Rise of Skywalker, I was like, I love this movie, like, it's so good, and I went on Reddit, like, expecting other people to feel the same, and some people did, and some people didn't, and it was really interesting to me that the people who didn't, like, how upset about it they were, were, like, it's so different than, like, any other movie, like, I liked it, I didn't like it conversation I have about a movie, when it's I like, I don't like when it comes to Star Wars, it's like, 
a civil war almost. It's yeah. so weird. I was on Twitter and it was kind of the same thing where there's there's actually a few people that were very vocal about how much they love the movie, but the people that like hated it on the movie, just the Star Wars in general, like this, this latest trilogy was, they had so much, to, so much, so much negativity to say about it and that they'd, they'd want to get in an argument rather than say, like, I just don't like it or I didn't like it. It's so interesting because it's one of the very very many videos that I watched on YouTube was there was a video of this guy who just ripped into The Last Jedi and everything wrong about it. And it's like... I so hated it. I don't know why. <laughs> and like, it, maybe it's because um, the, the director, Ryan Johnson, was just so... He wanted to kind of so throw a curveball into it all and stuff. That he wasn't a classic fan. He was kind of different. He wanted to push into a different direction. But it was int- just the way this whole trilogy went down was so... It's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah, it's it's weird to be a part of, like, yeah. because, I mean, like the the experience when, I, for example, I went to go see Endgame, way different with this one, and you would think that they would be the same. They're very similar in kind of how they're a bookend for both of the sagas, but it's it's so weird how different it is. But I'm gonna continue to enjoy it nonetheless. Yeah. If people don't, it's it's really interesting though. Um, I will say, if you are not a fan of the sequel trilogy, you will not like this one. You you won't. If you're one of those people that's just like, even if you have an open mind, you're like, oh, you know, I haven't liked The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens. I'll go give Rise of Skywalker. And like, you have an open mind, probably just understanding the type of Star Wars, so to speak, that you like, you probably won't enjoy this movie. But uh, the type of Star Wars that I like and this type of Star Wars I had been longing to see was finally fulfilled in this movie. Yes. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever played the Force Unleashed games. Oh, yeah, we played it. I the Force was, like, ridiculously powerful in that game. Like, you could pick up a block, electrocute it, and then send it flying across the room while you're chugging your lightsaber and Force choking somebody, and then <laughs> Force throwing them with your foot if you want, like, all at the same time. Or, like, if you, you can push the buttons or like fast you pull enough. down a whole freaking Star Destroyer. With the Force. Yeah, like, there, of course, in the Force Unleashed, it kind of got a little excessive. But it was fun. But, like, that, that yeah, it's, it's a great gameplay, but I don't know if that necessarily makes a great movie. And talking to people at work, they say, like, the Force has almost become, like, a superpower. Like, especially in the original trilogy, it was kind of this spiritual, like, mystic force that was naturally incurring in life that you just kind of tried to bring your life into balance with. You tried to be in line with, and, and it would give you bitter. In, it would give you bigger insights, and of course, the ability to lift X wings out of the mud and stuff like that. Like <laughs> kind of like side rewards. Yeah, yeah. So like it, it was very kind of mystic and spiritual. And then in the sequel trilogies, it's become just like a superpower almost, which I enjoy seeing. Like I have nothing wrong with the original trilogy, but even now when I watch, I'm like, man, I kind of wish that the Force was a little bit stronger because in my head, as a, as how I imagine it, you fight with the force the way that they fought in the with the force in the rise of skywalker and i remember during a lot of the fights it was like finally they're using the force like like i know that they're using the force before but like in the way that i when i had lightsaber fights with my brother the way that we always used the force yeah, exactly. it was finally on screen and it was very enjoyable and it and in a way it was just fun it was just like i'm loving this it, it isn't some super mystic revelatory sci-fi movie it's just fun to see star wars I think for me, like, I totally agree with you, Harrison, because I grew up with, like, the prequel trilogy. Uh-huh. Like, you yeah. know... You were kids when that was Yeah, out. and so that's, like, my Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And another thing with me is, like, I 
I can't watch old movies. Like if they're like it's just, it's bad CGI or like black and white. I know this is I've and to be fair, I've watched some really cool like black and white movies. But to me, like when I see something like that, it's kind of like a natural turnoff. I'm just like, oh, like it's an old movie, which is a, probably a terrible way of thinking. But for me, because of that way, I'm not a huge fan of the original Star Wars. You know, A New Hope, Emperor Strikes Back, you know, like all that stuff because. It just felt like it was slow. It wasn't a lot of action to me. And I think the main key of like Star Wars, why I love it so much, is the Jedi. Yeah. I love the whole idea of Jedi's, lightsabers, the Force. And like in the original trilogy, you don't get a whole lot of that. No. It, I mean, it get, just feels more yeah, like a space battle. Yeah, it's kind of. Vader, it's just a selective feel. Yeah, it, it just feels a lot more like a Star Trek kind of thing. Like a, there's like this battle in space with like these lasers and all sorts of stuff. And so that's why I really liked the original trilogy, not the original, but like the prequel trilogy so much, is because it focused a lot on the Jedi. And it was so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And there was and like I, tons of them. And I feel like um, this latest trilogy especially in the rise of skywalker it finally got back into the jedi like yes even in the force awakens and the last jedi i still kind of had that feeling like it just just feels like um kind of like a star trek thing like there's this battle in space there's these gunships these lasers but i didn't feel like there was a whole as much emphasis as i would have liked and so i feel like the rise of skywalker finally brought that back it felt like i was watching star wars 3 revenge of the sith because I absolutely love that movie oh, so much. Revenge of the Sith. Phenomenal. Like, hate all you want, like, people who like the original trilogy. But I thoroughly, thoroughly love Star Wars 3 Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, it has its cheesy moments and whatever, but you can't, like, argue against the awesome one-on-one fight scene against Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi at the end. Duel of the Fates like, going is just like, oh! charged in there. It's like Do you know how many times? Family fighting, you're just like torn apart. You like want both to win. You're like, no, Anakin, why? Just, so, oh. My younger brother, side story, we always had lightsabers growing up, and I always had Obi-Wan's lightsaber, and he always had Anakin. So when that movie came out, I cannot <laughs> tell you how many times, like scene by scene perfectly, we reenacted that that fight in our backyard. Like even the moment where their hands fly together and they fly across. Like, per- we had it. Like we knew when the next thing was coming, and it was it was so fun. I love. So so maybe this is a good time to get kind of into our ranking of the Star Wars movies. We're not gonna do. We'll save this for later when we actually go to binging the Star Wars movies. But just kind of like a loose ranking for simply only the Rise of Skywalker. Like where would we put it in the ranking of? Should we do the nine movies or should we do all eleven, including Solo and Rogue One? I think we should include those two because I I really like them. Okay, so where loosely would it fit for you guys in the ranking of all? 11 of those movies. Do we want to like have each of us just go through and name it? Or do we want to well, I don't know because I don't know where all mine fit. Let's, let's go with, let's go with where, we, where we would put The Rise of Skywalker and what our, our favorite one is and what our least favorite one is. Okay, yeah, let's do that. So number one, number 11, 11 and then where Rise of Skywalker would be. Okay. okay. Someone want to go before me? I'm still thinking. Yeah, you suggest that I'll first. go first. <laughs> you, guys, you guys think about it. Uh, number one, it's really hard. As a kid, I'll say that the Attack of the Clones was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. But man, I rewatched that the other day, and I was like, "All right, I'm done." Like halfway through, I was like, "This is so cringy." Like I know the story. I'm just gonna fast forward to the fight scenes. Like I don't, I don't need this drama. 
Oh. Here's the thing. As a kid, I didn't remember the, the like really. Cheesy. Just remember the clones coming in with their gunships and around and around the survivors of perimeter created it's like, <laughs> the clones like. And then the Jedi just rushing toward the dro- like the droids. The droids. You know, it's just epic. Oh yeah. So that was my favorite as a kid. As I've so my wife and I watched rewatched the movies all the way until you know when we watched number number nine. Right, nine, Skywalker. Revenge of the Sith is number one. Revenge of the Sith, okay. It's just complete. It just wraps the whole all in a nice little bow and just like epic. I love it. Kelvin. Well, weren't you going to name your last? Well, I was thinking we go around just as our favorite and then our least favorite. Right. So mine's, mine, mine is Revenge so of the Sith. Hard. This is very difficult. But I will say this. Empire Strikes Back is a second because it just the reveal in that movie is ridiculous, as you all know. So, this is very close for me, but I I also have to go with Revenge of the Sith, and that could just be like my childhood memory coming in, kind of like what Harrison said on just how it's just we grew up with that. Like, yeah, that was our Star Wars five, and so like you know I'm eight years old. And Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith comes out. General Grievous. I remember I had this little action figure at General oh, Grievous. I remember that. And like, I could separate his arms, so he has like the four arms, and he had like four lightsabers. Other than that, like his legs wouldn't move. Yeah. Like the only <laughs> thing that would move are like his arms to separate. But I loved that thing. Like I played with that so much. I even got like a, you know, those Tie Fighters in Revenge of the Sith. Not the Tie Fighters. The Jedi ships. That Anakin only one and a half. I got one of those, but it was like Mace Windu's, so it was like purple and it was big. Oh yeah, I had one of those. I could like pop open the wings and it had like the guns Mm -hmm. and stuff. I I don't know where that went. Shoot the little darts. Yeah, and like I just that was my childhood. Like the toys I got, you know, like getting like those plastic ten dollar lightsabers. Yes, I remember jumping on a tramp and like playing with those. (laughs) Like and so I think Revenge of the Sith all tied in with you know my childhood, but also like. It's such a great movie. I just love the emphasis on the Jedi and how, like, critical they are to, like, the galaxy and just, like, the peace or war or, like, the government. And I just thought it's really – it got – I was so emotionally invested, like, watching. Like, even now as I watch it, it's like, no, Anakin, like, don't do that, you idiot. Oh, my heart breaks every time. I can't tell you how many times I've watched Revenge of the the Sith and I – just somehow expect Anakin to figure it out. Like, oh wait, this is time. It's like Anakin. If you do, <laughs> okay, last time you it. messed up, and if you do it this way this time, you'll be good. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> a lot of movies, like uh, for example, like Infinity War. Every time I rewatch the movies, like I already know what's happening. Like there's not really the excitement of watching it, but every time Revenge of This, it's Sith. It still has such an emotional grip. I mean, like, come on, Anakin, figure it out. Or like Order sixty six. Every oh, time that comes, dude. the whole movie, I know it's coming, oh. but I'm hoping that somehow, even though the hundredth times before it's been the same that somehow it will turn out differently but every time they die it's just like no because like the one like all the where the point where it it just cut scenes of every jedi being taken out i just i just i just had these like scenes that go through my head of like if he just like jumps off that bridge he can save his life if she just like just runs away away. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so i that movie just uh, the emotional grip that it has on me just makes me enjoy it so much, and even though it's like hard to watch, but like at certain parts, but it it's just incredible. So that that that's that will remain as my number one. So Revenge of the Sith. All right. Well, I'm not as decisive as you two. 
I have a very, very hard time picking between. I have three movies that could all be my number one. And I, but I wouldn't say that they're my top three. They're all my number one, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's way different than my top three. Cause I know what my number two is. My number two is um, Return of the Jedi. But my, the, the three, they're not my top three. They're all number one. I can't decide. And it's Rogue One, Revenge of the Sith. And now Rise of Skywalker. Those three, like depending on my mood, I'm not sure which one is pulling ahead a little bit. But right now, all three of them are evenly tied for number one. Not not one, two, and three, but they're all number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so those would be my top. If I had to pick one, it changes on my mood as of right now. It's probably Rogue One, just because I I love Rogue One. I get so such a good movie. But we're not talking about Rogue One. We're talking about Rise of Skywalker, which is also up there, numero uno. Uh, Okay. So loop back around. Where would we? What is our bottom? Wait, what's our bottom? I would say, <sighs> um, a New Hope is the bottom. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No way. That's better than Attack of the Clones. No. <laughs> oh wait. Are we? Wait. Should we do the twelfth movie? Include the Clone Wars movie, the animated one. Not oh, the, the animated movie. movie. Oh, I don't know. Leave it out. I'd, the reason why it's new hope, why, why I knew hope is at the bottom. Hear me out. <laughs> I watched the prequels recently, and I, to me, the prequels just is a story about Palpatine and how he his whole plan came together to th- overthrow the Jedi, and I'm just like amazed by that. I ignored all the fancy smancy little weird scene on Naboo with. Padme and freaking weirdo and it's Anakin. rough and Corson gets everywhere. <laughs> it's like, what are you saying, dude? But like, it's I don't know. A new hope. I don't find. I don't find any connection to it. Yeah. I may to, regret this. to the reason with Cade, it does feel boring. Like it feels like a like just, part. Of, I mean, from the beginning, you're just like, oh my. Because like, the problem is, I watched A New Hope after I watched like the prequel trilogy. Yeah, I was like, we watched the prequel. Wow, those, nothing those is were happening. Our first movies, and then watched A New Hope, and it's like, what the heck is this? It is very slow compared to the others. Yeah, and that's probably why I feel like. So is that your bottom of New Hope? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. At the bottom for me, I've only seen half of Solo, but I've heard a lot of people don't like that. I thought it was a cool movie. Yeah, I liked it. It was an origin movie, so I liked it. But oh yeah, your orange story. Yeah, dude, my orange movies, I love them. <laughs> but uh, I would have to say Attack of the Clones, just for the crap that Anakin pulls. Oh. <laughs> it's like sometimes like Anakin has the stupidest dialogue I've ever heard. Like I know this, I, I know this isn't from like all of them. <laughs> I know this isn't from Attack of the Clones. It's actually from the Revenge of the Sith, but like they just make me laugh so hard. Like there's this scene when he's facing Count Dooku, and like <laughs> he walks up, and he's like, "My powers have doubled since we last met, Count." Like that sounds like something a three year old would say. Like in all honesty, he's just like, "What the heck are you talking about, dude?" <laughs> powers have doubled since last met, Count. <laughs> and then Count Dooku's response is like. Twice the pride, double the fall. I wonder between the three of us if we could quote that like line for line. Dude, I could quote the whole Mustafar battle between Obi Wan and Anakin. You brought him here to kill me. You turned her against me. You have done that yourself. If you're not with me, you're my enemy. Oh, okay. Anyway, we'll try. I will do what I must. Okay. 
Um, my bottom of the list, easily. Let Attack of the Clones. <laughs> okay, I will say, it is... It is... But the bottom of the list in Star Wars is actually not that far from me. Because even the Attack of the Clones, I feel so much nostalgia and love for that I will still enjoy it. I, I own it. I've watched it multiple times. I love it. The banter between Obi-Wan and Anakin is pretty fun. Yeah, Obi-Wan and Anakin are a ton of fun. The Jedi-ness of it is fun. The clones, of course, are sweet. Um, the space battles are fun. But like, whenever it gets to the scene with Pan Man and Anakin, it's like, all right, Someone, like, burn it, turn it off. Like, someone tell this dude how to control his hormones. And it's, I I know that the story was kind of rushed, and I do not blame it on Hayden Christensen. I think Hayden Christensen actually is a phenomenal actor. I think George Lucas just wrote such horrible lines for this kid to be such a whiny, hormonal Jedi. And, and, and Hayden Christensen portrayed it perfectly to the point where it's so cringy. Like, he's such so good as an actor that it's so cringy because those were the lines that we give him. But anyway, oh, like the scene where he's he's in Naboo and he's talking about sand when they're flirting, when he's in the room with her and she's wearing, like, the most revealing dress in the world and he's like, it burns inside me. Like, it's like, what are you saying, dude? Like, you just went from, like, a trained Jedi to just, like, not, I feel nothing but my hormones right now. Like... <laughs> Here, oh, here's my defense a, with the Attack of the Clones. Oh, here's my defense. This is the reason why it's not at, it's not last. The fight scene between Count Dooku and Yoda. Oh, that scene in itself, itself brings it away from oh, last there, place. There's great moments in that movie. I, I love many parts of that movie, but the, the watch as a whole, I struggle to watch it because I fast forward through the moments. I'm like, I know what happens. I know what he says. I know what it leads to. He falls in love and then they have children. I don't need to hear this. <laughs> So, guys, we're at, like, half an hour. We still haven't even, like, d- dived into the Force or Rise of Skywalker. Oh, geez, we really yeah. like Star Wars. Don't. Okay, so yeah. where would we put Rise of Skywalker? I would personally put it, like I already said, at the top. Mine is number two, very close to Revenge of the Sith. Okay, me, it's going to be something around, like, number four, number three. But not the top, but it's up there. All right. Well, thanks for everyone. If you have not seen the movie listening to our spoiler wall we're gonna drop it now we're gonna reveal everything about the movie so if you don't want to pause just stop listening but thanks for listening to the beginning um go enjoy the movie we had a ton of fun it is i will say this last thing it is a movie that as soon as it starts it starts going light speed and it does not slow down for the whole movie and it is just a blast the whole time there's not there's never a moment where i'm like i'm having the time of my life the whole movie i'm just i can't wipe the wipe the dumb grim off my face not just a specific scene but the whole movie it was it was yeah. a ton of fun. So, yeah, may the force be with you. And if you have seen the movie and you want to hear what we think about it, continue listening. I'm sorry it's taking us half an hour to get here. Clearly, <laughs> we have a lot to say about Star Wars. Uh, but let's focus maybe a little bit, put our horse blinders on, and talk about the rise of Skywalker. All right, guys. Before we say anything, I just have one sentence I want to tell you guys. Palpatine and his lightning, dude. Hot day, guys. When he like sitting in his throne, he looks up. <laughs> like shocks the entire sky. The oh noise, my gosh, dude! The noise it makes. Just oh, like, I thought that it broke the theater speakers. The second time, going to see the second time, no, it was happening. I could not help myself from laughing because the sound it like goes dead quiet and then it goes like ear rape mode. It's like, <laughs> and it's just like so cheesy. But it's so it's, funny. I got so many chills like watching that, and I felt like it finally like, accumulated to like help us realize 
how freaking strong Palpatine is. And, like, I felt like it finally just tipped a hat to, like, the Jedi and, like, the Sith and actually how strong they really are. Like, yeah. if you, like, really throw yourself into the Force, just, like, how much power it can give you. And I just, oh, it was so cool. I was just, like, in awe, like, the entire scene. I was like, yo, he's, like, shocking everything uh, on the entire planet. Okay, like, that, oh, that my God. noise and him just, just, all that lightning just coming out of his freaking fingers threw me in my seat. It just, like, my jaw dropped. <sighs> Through, through the floor. It was ridiculous. But, but I will say- The other thing about his lightning, dude, he's almost killed himself so many times in Re- Revenge of the Sith. Oh, it's he's like, yeah. Anakin, help me. It's like, dude, just, just stop lightning. Like, you'll be fine. <laughs> and then he does the same thing with Ray. Like, he blows himself up with his lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. You're an idiot. Okay, but... But, I hey, think- character continuity. Yeah. That's all I have to say. But tell you what, though. I thought... Um... Like... The whole villain of like Emperor Palpatine, some people say it like makes zero sense, like how he's still alive and stuff. But I thought it was just really cool. What a great villain! Like, yeah. especially how like creepy and like evil he feels. Oh, yes, because he's like this like zombie dude connected to this giant robotic arm that like moves yeah, it around. Yeah, like a puppet. Yeah, that's exactly. That's oh, a okay. Great I have so many questions. There, oh, I have so many questions. The- <laughs> Okay, this is one thing I love about JJ and made him perfect to direct The Force Awakens is he's really good at creating a mystery box to be explored. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to introduce a bunch of things and I'm going to explain none of them and then the next films will explore them. And like, that happened a ton, which is like not super good for a conclusion film because there's so many questions I have about Hexagol or Exegol, however you say that. And what are all those Sith choir people doing? Like, well, who are they? Like, <laughs> what the heck are they doing? Like, why didn't like... Dude, I love oh. this Sith choir. Let's <laughs> just chill with that. Dude, I was waiting after, I was just waiting that like at some point when Ben, oh, I love saying Ben instead of Kylo, but when Ben and Ray were sitting there with their lightsabers that all the like the choir people would come in, I was like, come on, give me a fight scene. And then they both just got blasted by Palpatine. But like, okay, what the heck is going on with that? Ray's orange lightsaber, finally, or yellow, canon yellow lightsabers. Well, I guess it's technically canon in the Clone Wars, but like mm-hmm. movie canon. Oh, she's a, Epic, and the way she turns oh. on her lightsaber is so sick. It's her staff. Oh, and like how it's from her staff, from yeah, the it's yellow, and how it's like a perfect. It just portrays her force abilities with the Kyra crystal perfectly. Oh, there's perfectly. so many things. Also, but, can we just say the first scene with Palpatine is the most dopest scene ever with Palpatine, where he just like how like with Kylo Ren, like Palpatine is saying all these things, what he promises to Kylo Ren. And Kylo Ren is like, "What can you give me?" And then Palpatine's like, "The dark side of the force." gives many abilities that some consider unnatural and it's like the way he says it like, and then he says like what kind of given he's like everything like his voice it was like magnified i just thought it was sick i was like yo this is star wars baby palpatine is back like let's go is his name ian mcdermott no that's not his name who is it that plays palpatine he's played him in all the movies I forget his name, but it genuinely, I it seemed like he was having the time of his life as Palpatine again. Like he was just like as a, as a person, as an actor, yeah. he was just having a ton of fun. Uh, and man, there's so many things I want to talk about, and my brain's just mush right yeah. now. But man, his name's Ian Oh, I did have it right. Okay, I'm so excited that Kylo Ren is now actually whoa, 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 Ben Solo. Palpatine's first name is Sheev. Yeah, you didn't know that. Sheev Palpatine. Dude, he's Chef, although the, I don't know. I've always thought it was Sheev, but although the attack on his life has left him, him scarred and deformed, he can still get it on with the ladies somehow and have a son. But whatever, dude. 
Dude, I'm so I love Ben Solo. Oh, that okay, scene. Well, that scene when he's talking to Han and Han showed up and he literally just says, "Dad." And then Han says, "I know." I was like, <laughs> Oh, there were so many. I thought it was a great redemption film for him. I wish it kind of would have started more. I wish it would have started more in The Last Jedi so we could have gotten more of Ben Solo in The Rise of Skywalker, but that's just because I love him so much as Ben. But, like, there's so many things he said about redemption that multiple times in my life it was like, I feel that. Like, when he said, he's like, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I'm strong enough. Oh, man, that got me. He's like, oh, man, I felt that so many times in my life. Or, like, when he talks about how he's never able to go back and see his mom again because he's just gone too far. I'm like, oh, man, I felt that. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just such a great... And then he comes back, and he's running. He's with his gun, and he just shoots backwards. Or when, or when, like he gets lightsaber from Ray when they switch through their connection, and he like, and then he like shrugs. He shrugs like Honda, and I was like, dude, like Father said. (laughs) Okay, I think Ben Solo had a fantastic character arc. I loved it. Like as I was watching, like I felt as like he's gonna die, but it's gonna be like completely needed and like like perfect for his arc. It was so good. Like I absolutely loved it. I thought it was just perfect as like it's because it's what the skywalkers do like maybe they mess up really bad but like in the end they like redeem themselves and like save the galaxy or like save someone and like end up having to give their life and i just thought it was so awesome and like i knew and like as soon as it happened like yeah i was like sad but i've heard like a lot of people hated it because like oh but the thing with ray but like but honestly, okay, I, I just thought it was, like, fantastic. I absolutely loved it. No, just because, like, the fact that he, like, gave his life force to Ray to, like, save her makes me love him so freaking much. I was like, Ben, you were, like, solidified okay. yourself as all-time favorite Jedi. There are so many things I noticed <laughs> the second time viewing. So when Ray heals, like, the stab wound that she gives to him, I don't know if you noticed this, it also heals the scar on his face. It does, yeah. Oh, I and I thought about it the that. second time view, and I was like, you know, I wonder if there was some some internal healing that Ray provided to him as well. That like he, you could tell throughout the rise of Skywalker and the Last Jedi, he was already kind of turning. But maybe that moment, in the moment that he had with his mom, but also the moment that Ray gave him, and maybe healed something inside of him, he was able to finally talk to his dad and overcome the difficulty he had to go through for redemption. Forget. So as I was watching that, seeing the other fighting, and Kylo's like about to kill Ray. And then he hears his mom, Leia, and he's like, hold up. And, like, he turns, and when Ray like, stabs him, I was like, wow. That is, like, the lowest of low the low. Blow. Like, <laughs> what the heck? He's, he's about like, to kill you, and he, like, turns, and you just, like, ha <laughs> stab him in the stomach. You're like, wow, Ray, you better do something, because if you just kill them, I will hate you forever. Because <laughs> at this point, like, he, like, lets go of his lightsaber. Like, it, it's kind of, like, symbolically showing that he's kind of letting go of hatred and stuff and then Ray's like hatred Boom. yeah that was intense but anyway so there was that moment but then oh I have so many things to say about his moment when he saves Ray so like Ben and Kylo however you want to call him he's really been in turmoil and been acting everything out out of rage and kind of what other people tell him he needs to do and what he thinks he needs to do he's always like in rage and always in confliction confliction with himself what how are, conflict thank you he's always in conflict with himself and in that moment you can tell he's giving her a hug and she's dead and like the look on his face man adam driver you are an actor my friend but like just such turmoil and confusion 
And then he gets an idea and you can tell. And he sits up straight and he breathes in deeply and you just see nothing but like focus and love and determination on his face. Yeah. And then he heals Ray. And it's like, for once in his life, he did something because he chose to do it. And he chose to do something good. And he saves Ray. And then they kiss and he smiles. The only time he smiles in the whole trilogy. And then, good, just dies. His smile, every time he smiles, I'm just like, Like he could, you know, he, he could have showed off that smile without that kiss. It was, the kiss was just like out of nowhere. I've heard arguments where like it was out of pure emotion. Have you, have you not realized the tension between them? Or like, this was a love story. I'm like, you are so wrong. I love the kiss. I thought, I th- from The Force Awakens, from the moment I watched The Force Awakens, I was like, and then especially The Last Jedi with their Skype phone calls, Force Skype, <laughs> force, force, phone force phone calls, I was like, they're going to kiss eventually. No, See, I, I was, I, I saw, I was grateful it happened. But then I was sad he died. I wanted more of their story together because I feel like they are a great... In a lot of ways, this is a super cheesy way to say it, and I don't have another way, but in a lot of ways, they're very complimentary, and they complete each other as cheesy as it is to say that. Like, I really felt like they did throughout the whole trilogy, and then it finally happened, and I was like, yes, and I was with my siblings, and I was right next to my sister, and I was like, so he's, he, he, so she was dead, and I was like, no, why does one of them have to die? And then he sat up to heal, and I was like, oh, he's going to heal her. They're both going to live. See, they can both live, because like my sister predicted that one of them was going to die, and I was like, they can both live. And then we were both way excited that they could live, and then they kissed, and we were all happy, and then he died, and we're like, never mind. <laughs> they both can't live. See, I think with the, the kiss, like I would have been okay with it if it was, like like you said, more if we got to see that relationship between Ray and like Kylo, and it maybe had like some things it to like, justify it. Yeah, like kind of get the ball rolling. But I felt like it just almost felt random like whoa like they just smooshed because the vibe i got like watching them through the the whole trilogy was like one of like a brother sister kind of thing oh, really? yeah, yeah and so like and so when they smooshed i was like huh like <laughs> <laughs> and so it just felt kind of random and like almost forced to me but i could see like why they would have done that because you could say like you know the motions and stuff like saving their lives and everything but i will say it was kind of funny just like like, they smooch, and then he smiles. And, like, I was sitting next to girls, and they were both like, oh, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, but, like, yes. so he, like, smiles, and then, like, it was kind of funny just how he died, because he's like, hey, and then he smiles, and then, boom, he, like, <laughs> back kills or just dead. And you're like, wait, what? And, like, Dude, it was died, hard, because, like, like, no. no! <laughs> it was weird, because the music, I thought it was almost like a joke, because, like, the music wasn't sad. Like, I didn't yeah, get that tone from okay. the movie, so I was like, so, like, what's happening? And, like... And, like, kind of just continue with the stars. Like, oh, he's actually, like, really dead. Because, like, it, it just felt kind of weird. It was almost just like, whoa, what just happened? It was fast. Like, because you did say, like, this movie is, like, light speed the entire time. Like, from the very yeah, get-go. It's like hyperspace. Like, there's some quick cuts. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, this movie is fast. so fast. And it makes sense because it had to, like, you know, changing directors. That's like, hard. You got to kind of clean up some things from the last movie if you're taking it in a different direction and then like set up everything else and ending a trilogy like there's so much part of me walked away uh, part of me walked away from the movie the second time and I just thought what if this movie added like another 30 minutes uh, I felt like it needed it yes. it really did and I, like there's moments that like especially like I wish we had more of Ben Solo that when he was like completely Ben Solo not almost there Ben Solo I wish there was more moments for Ray to mourn for him. Like, you can tell when she lands in the X-Wing and she's hugging Finn and Poe. You can, like, see mourning in her face. Also, Daisy Ridley, actor. But uh, I wish there was more of that. 
I wish I oh, and then like Ray, she ignites her yellow lightsaber. And it's like, all right, we're done with that. Like, okay, you're not gonna tell me anymore. You're gonna just finally give it to me. And then the, no. I tell you what though, I think this movie did a fantastic job with actually getting some dope Jedi fight scenes in again. Yes. Yeah. I was I was secretly hoping when Ray like you know she like hears the charge from all the Jedi's, which is freaking dope by the way, oh. and she like stands up. I was hoping that Palpatine would plot his would lightsaber. whip out his lightsaber because remember in the Revenge of the Sith, like <laughs> I saw this meme I where it was like, <laughs> where he pulls out his lightsaber. It's a freaking dope lightsaber, and he's standing. He's just standing up, and there's the three Jedi who come to like arrest him, and it says he goes from like just standing, and he does like a nine a nine twenty in a prone position in a prone position, <laughs> just like that, and then like takes out two of these Jedi knights in like a hit. And then he battles out with Mace Windu. Like, where is that Palpatine God's day? <laughs> I was expecting, like, you know, Ray stands up and he's like, oh, that's how it's going to be. Whips out his lightsaber, does a 920, and it's just like, come on, dude, that would be sick. The and then, like, have Ray, like, his... beat him, and then he goes all, like, lightning and, like, stuff like that. I would have liked that. But that's the one thing I wish, I was hoping was going to happen, just like that Sith versus Jedi, like, showdown, like, lightsaber duel. I also wish that scene with the voices. I'm so grateful that Hayden Christensen came back. I'm, I'm like a bromance with him, but one way I don't know. I'm in love with him, but also that Ahsoka was finally there. Yeah, Ahsoka. And so many other, Qui Gon Jinn. But there were so many other Jedi, and I was like, I in the movie I was like, come on, the Jedi are gonna talk to her, and then I was like, they're gonna be Force ghosts, and like, there's no Force ghosts. That was my one thing. The other thing is I wish. At the end of it, when she tells whoever that lady is that she's Ray Skywalker, that in addition to Luke and Leia, that Anakin and Ben yes. would have showed up. I was like, come on! Come on! But there's and a bunch I, of, I have I a lot to say about had, like, my, my personal opinion is that they had every single freaking Jedi right there. Sick. See, one thing... Sorry, this kind of changes things up, but it made me think of this. I think this movie actually helped me realize... How the force literally can change you as a person. Yeah. Like Ben Solo and Kylo Ren are completely different. Yes. Darth Vader and Anakin are completely different. And like help me realize just like the contrast on like what passion you like pursue will like change you as a person. And this like gets you like kinda almost like a mini follow in, but I just thought it was like really cool to see like I didn't really make that connection like with Anakin and Darth Vader. Like, I didn't really see dark side, you know, good light side. And so I just thought, like, Kylo Ren and Ben Solo really, like, wrapped that around. Help me understand, like, yes, like, that the Force changes you completely and, like, what your passions and, like, desires are. And, like, whether you're self- selfless or selfish, like, what you choose to pursue. So. I also think it's also true for um, Ray. I love how in the movies her clothing really portrays the turmoil that she's feeling with the light and dark side. I don't know if you noticed that. Especially in The Last Jedi, she's wearing a lot of black and gray, which is kind of her moment where she's like, especially in The Last Jedi, she goes like straight to the dark side. Okay, not going to lie. I wanted so bad to see Sith Ray. Like that little lightsaber thing that like (laughs) twists around and like, she looked so bad, eh? I was just like, when I first saw I was like, okay, please, like, turn to the dark side, and then, like, then can, like, bring her back, because I want to see, like, her, that version of Rey, like, fight, because oh, that looked so intense. freaking sick, sadly. Or just at least a fight scene with her evil self for, like, more than a split second. Yeah. yeah. 
But anyway, what I was saying was that in the no worries, I agree with you about Dark Ray. But um, in the the Rise of Skywalker, she's wearing like completely white, and it's like pure white. And it was just like I really felt like it showed the purity of Ray, which like even when she has the vision of herself and Ben, or I guess Kylo on the, like the Sith throne, she still chooses the light. Like even though she may feel a pull for the dark side, even though she's a Palpatine, she still chooses the light. And it makes her like ultimately powerful in the light, and it's just sweet, and I love it. It's so when I was watching the movie, I was like, I was recovering from getting like super sick. Uh-huh. I, had, I had a terrible, terrible like. I had to go to Instacare to get like drugs and stuff, but the drugs they gave me like would kind of like knock me out and make me super tired. So before I went to the movie, I took these drugs, and so I bought like tons of snacks to keep me awake. But there's a part <clears throat> right before they reveal that like Ray's parents are Palpatines and that Ray's a Palpatine. Like, it was kind of slower at that part, and I was falling asleep. Okay. And I was like, shoot, I need to do something because I do not want to fall asleep. So I ran to the bathroom, and I splashed cold water on my face and just kind of, like, woke up again. And, like, right when I walked in, it was, like, after, like, I think it was when Kylo and Rey, like, had just fought and, like, knocked over Darth Vader's helmet oh, or something. So I missed everything from, like, the point when they're like, oh, Chewie's up on the, like, ship or something. Oh, Chewie's alive. Up until that part. Oh, dang. I missed all that, and so luckily I had it like, explained to me, like, Palpatine. You missed Bobby Frick, the best character in the movie. <laughs> and so, like, I, I should probably see it again just to, like, actually see that part and have any, instead of having to explain That fight scene is, if you like fight scenes, that fight scene is so cool because it's the same, like, force phone call thing where she's in, like, the ship and he's down on the ground and they're fighting and they're it's, like, going back and forth. The editing was really, really cool, um, but they're, like... Fighting, it's just really cool. There's points where like they'll they'll hit like like an object like a pot, and the the barriers will fall where Kylo Ren is, but also where Rey is. So like you can see the connection. It's cool. It's always a cool. Because yeah, when Kylo snatched that necklace off of Rey, I was like, whoa, dude! Like yeah, they have a fight scene like that. It's sweet. So yeah, I I felt like I did miss the big reveal of like Rey is a Palpatine. Well, there's a point where, you know, like um, Rey actually destroys a ship, right? Like, cause oh, we're, cause they're both, okay. they're both pulling Freaking the shit. Daisy Ridley making me cry my eyeballs out when she screams Chewie's name. I was just like, dang. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay, so I want to talk about Finn just really quick. His story arc is pretty legit, though. Like, he, he, he was. Can we just confirm this? Maybe people haven't heard this. Okay. So when he's sinking in the sand and he's saying, "Ray, I want to tell you something," he is not trying to tell her that he loves her. JJ confirmed, and it's obvious in the movie, he's trying to tell her that he's Force-sensitive. Okay, yeah. Not going to lie, that was one thing I walked away from the movie, like, way confused. Yeah, the first time because I they like, kept what? Because they kept hinting at it, you know? Like, he says it in the beginning, and he's like, oh, it's not the right time, I just want to talk to and you. And then Poe, like, brings it up, and then, like, it's it like, was never so addressed. I was like, what the heck? But that makes a lot of the, sense, the because you could viewing? see, you know, he's Force-sensitive, but I didn't know, like... The second viewing, it was so obvious. Like, there's a sweet scene where they're, like, in the ship and they're trying to find Chewie. And after they get Chewie and, like, the, they're, like, fighting their way through the ship, you know what I'm talking about? So there's a scene where the clones come up behind him and shoot. And Finn dodges the blaster. Like, there's a little laser and he dodges it and then turns around and shoots him instantly. I was like, that is nothing but the force right there. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. What were you saying about Finn? Sorry, we keep interrupting. This is whole story arc is that he... At first, he was so they they he was chosen as a kid to be a storm a stormtrooper, right? And he's he can he has this 
he's force sensitive from the very beginning, but, he, but we don't know it yet. And he's just he's conflicted because the force is telling him otherwise. So he chooses not to fire, and then he chooses to save Poe. And his historic is like huge; it's massive. And he and he ended up at the very end, um, being for like he like you can tell that he's the force. Like he sense he senses Ray that like, this is Ray or like. He, he knows he knows things that other people don't. But one thing I want to point out was that in the Force Awakens, where he pulls out the lightsaber and he fights Kylo Ren, I had that realiza realization of like, hold up, he's a stormtrooper. How the heck is he like being able to keep up with Kylo Ren? Like, but now that he's Force sensitive, that answers that question completely. <laughs> also, Kylo Ren had just been shot with Wookiee's blaster, yeah. with Chewie's blaster. I don't know if you guys remember what that did to people, but. <laughs> Yeah, he's like fighting at like maybe fifty percent right now. <laughs> but um, so in the in this movie, there were three scenes where I wanted to like pee my pants because I got so freaking excited. What scenes? One of them was like obviously, um, you know, Palpatine's like lightning in the sky, mm -hmm. and then the switchy switch, dude. Oh, when Ray like, switch. oh, dude, insane. I was like, as as she was like lifting up her arm, I was like, <gasps> she's about to switch, and like she puts it behind her head, and then like Kylo like pull or Ben like pulls it out, and then he like shrugs. I was just like, oh yeah, <laughs> that is so sick. And then like a couple minutes later, like once they kind of meet up, and like they both like bring, bring up their lightsabers at the same oh, time, like so oh, sweet. and then they like get wrecked. And I was like, "Ah, oh, dang it!" Like, it it just showed you how like strong Palpatine was, and then he like sucks the life out of him, and then like chucks Ben into this eternal pit or whatever. And I was like, "Oh, dang!" But you still can't like negate that hype of when they both raise their lightsabers same time. You're just like Jedi, like let's go, dude. My favorite scene, I have to, I have to get this off my chest, is so. Spray finds out that she's a Palpatine, and she goes to that one island, right? And she like start burns Kylo Ren's ship, and she's like throwing all this stuff away. And she takes the lightsaber and she chucks it. And Luke, as a force coach, catches the lightsaber, walks out, and the epic soundtrack comes on. And you're just like, oh! it's like here it goes. That whole scene, favorite scene, because like it just reminds me of that, that gif where it's Kronk. It's like, oh yeah, it's all coming together. <laughs> like it's just, she's got the lightsaber. She's got. Leia's right lightsaber. He's Luke is back to the original self being like optimistic and stuff, and he pulls a freaking X-wing out of the water just like in number six. Even his posture is the same thing as number six, and that whole that whole scene just like oh yeah, sweet. Kick butt. Kick butt. Okay, so there's one 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 is is very minor the complaint I have about this movie. I think it's really cool that Ray was a Palpatine and like kind of explains how like ultimately powerful she was even though i think that someone can be ultimately powerful of their own choosing if they choose to dedicate themselves anyway that's another conversation for the other day i wish that they would have kept ray as a nobody like really she is a nobody because she really did raise herself her parents weren't there sadly because palpatine's evil but uh so she really in a way is a nobody because she's completely the product of her own self and her own hard work um but i think it would have been a really cool message to have ray really like truly be a nobody like not be a skywalker or a palpatine or a solo or a kenobi or a windu or whatever you want to call him just let her be a nobody i really would have enjoyed that that was one of my favorite things about the last jedi is that she was a nobody uh 
And so I was kind of sad when it revealed that she was a Palpatine. I was like, come on, like, let her be a nobody. But then the rest of the movie I totally forgot about. I was like, well, that's actually kind of cool. She's a Palpatine and chooses to be good anyway. So, like, my qualm is still being resolved within myself. I don't have a huge problem with it. It's very, very slight that, like, almost like wish fulfillment I would have had that, yeah. wish that happened. But I also enjoy what they did with it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I kind of agree with that. Like, the one thing I didn't like at the end where she's like, a random lady, like, asked her, like, Ray who? And she's like, Skywalker. I didn't get that. Like, I mean, I you could probably say, you know, she she's one with the force, blah blah blah. But it's like I just felt like it was like me saying like I'm a Johnston, you know. It's like, okay, but you're not though. Like I, what I felt, what I felt, what I felt because of my first viewing, I really would have wished to, that all of the Jedi would have been there, um, with like the Force Ghosts. But then the second viewing, I still wish that Anakin and not maybe not so much Anakin, but at least Ben was there. But I think that there has something to do with like the dyad that they are that like there's some connection that prevents ben from being a ghost but anyway he see, she sees luke and leia and i feel like she chose them as her parents and she's she's they did like sure she raised herself but like you have to learn some things from parental figure and i feel like in a lot of ways both luke and leia are a parent figure for her especially that scene that kate talked about where luke catches the lightsaber and talks to her and she's sitting there with her sweet hood on I felt like it was her kind of choosing her parent, her her heritage, and it, because they were her parents. So that makes sense. I, I really that's better because like when I first saw it, I was like, "Why, dude? Like, what the heck? I don't like that at all." But I I wanted more. Like, it makes me sad that she like buries those lightsabers. Yes, because I wanted like the Jedi to come back, and like this is my wish. Is because we we all know that Star Wars like an ass making more movies. Three I'm more, by the way. Seriously, seriously hoping, I'm praying that they go like a pre prequel and go to the Old Republic. Oh, I'm hoping it's Old Republic. Like it's so bad. It's like, Old Republic confirmed. Old Republic. Because that's and like possibly Keanu Reeves is gonna be in that trilogy. Because I know there's like a fan thing that they want him to be a certain character that I don't know who it he's is, interested, but. but they haven't like casted him. But he's like, oh, I, I would love that old republic. Because and have you guys seen those? Talk about in the prequels. Have you guys seen the trailers for the old republic? Have you so seen cool. the trailer Deceived? No. Okay, everyone, right now, as soon as you finish this podcast, go look up Star Wars Old Republic Deceived. It's like the coolest so six-minute video, like some sick Jedi combat against Siths, and like. It's like straight Jedi. It's the stuff I love about Star Wars. I get so hyped talking about it, and I get chills. See, I would, I would love if it was the Old Republic, and then like we get like two or three trilogies, and then the end of the last trilogy is them starting like the Jedi Council. Oh yeah. And like it's the beginning of the Jedi, like the Jedi Temple and all that. Like oh, and then then they could have the old freaking last ever. I want the Temple Guard. I want Liam Hemsworth, and I want an origin story for freaking Yoda. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Because, <sighs> see, here's the thing. The Old Republic, these trailers I'm talking about were made for, like, the game that came out, like, mm-hmm. the PC game. But, like, they are so freaking we'll sick. Like, we're going to watch it, like, as soon as you finish the podcast. Because, wow, it is so freaking... And there's, like, I think three other trailers from, there's like, the Old Republic. Trailers. And they're all pretty dang sick. Right. But, like, the Deceived one, oh, it makes me, like, want to be a Sith because it's so dang cool. But, anyway, so I'm praying that that... That they make like Old Republic, like trilogy. Yeah. If if I don't know if you, anybody else has made it this far with us, but or we'll we'll make it this far, far this far with us. But this podcast is 
we want to make it Rise of Skywalker, but it's kind of turned into a little bit of just Star Wars in general. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited after we finish the MCU and maybe a little while later to do like the whole Star Wars binge and watch all. You know, one thing that I wish, and this is never gonna happen, but like total, I wish, especially when I watch Rogue One, I wish that Cassian and uh, is it Galen or Jin or so? No, no, no. Cassian is the like the two main, like the girl Jin or so. And then Cassian, the the rebel. I was hoping when I was watching Rogue One, I was like, are they Ray's parents? But then they both died, and I was like, oh, that never mind. That would be really cool. I was hoping they that were. That would be really cool. But anyway, yeah, so Star Wars. So we've talked a little bit about Fallen. I just want to say one last thing that I really, like Kellen said, I love how much, like, this movie has to say about redemption, but also, like, the power of choice, like, the power that Kylo has. And also Ray has the like for good or evil that like choosing good or evil can really change you. Um, and I also think it has a lot to say about relationships and, and um, like once again, parentage and parenting, especially that scene with, with Han Solo and, and Ben that it gets me. Oh, anyway. Hey, I, I, I think I loved that. Like how we got to see on how it wasn't like set, like I'm good and that's that, but it's like, we got to see how like, both Ben and Ray were like at conflict. They were like struggling so hard to do what's right and to like um, do what's best for them and like the galaxy. And so it was just awesome to see because I feel like if any of us or any person was thrown in that situation, it wouldn't be like, all right, I'm gonna be a Sith and that's that. But it's like it's truly like a choice and like what you what desires and passions like let that you you let drive you like in your decision making and so i thought it was just really fun to watch them go through that like decision process and like let that affect them and like what they choose to do whether like focus on themselves or other people so that was yeah. really cool i liked it this is definitely a movie that's going up there in my top 10 of all movies it's really interesting to, talking to you guys because like i talk to people at work a lot about movies and it's really weird like how judgmental they are of like like this movie, I really would describe like Scorsese said as did he say a, a roller coaster, an amusement park, or amusement ride, something like that. Yeah, well, he was talking amusement park. Like I feel like this movie really is that. Like it's not some super revelatory, philosophical, you know, thinker movie. It's it's not necessary. It's it's the Jedi versus the Sith. It's not trying to say something incredibly revelatory about life or a character or anything like that. Like sure, it has valuable lessons to learn from it. But, like, who cares? I enjoy it just as much. Like, I had the time of my life watching this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, this is the way the way I watch and enjoy this movie is way different than the way I watch and enjoy Arrival, for example. Like, sure, they're both sci-fi movies, but that's totally different in the way that I view them. And they're t- both in my top ten, and they're both amazing, and they deserve enjoyment in their own ways. Uh so it's it's fun to be around people who think the same way because so many people at work when I talk like we'll talk about movies that kind of fit in that category of like something to say and really having value if you want to say that and then I'll be like oh but I really like this movie I'm like oh but it, like no that's not a good movie it's just an amusement right I'm like so it's still up there for me and and on top of that you can still take good things from it like we said but like who cares if you can't I just I'm enjoying it and I and like sure whether you say my brains turn on or off i know it's on because i know how much i'm enjoying it and that is enough you look at all of our podcasts all of our episodes like we find things that are messages like we've had incredible conversations about quote unquote these amusement parks or just 
all these movies, every movie that we've watched, we find something because there always is a message. Like, and I think like, it's just how you choose to enjoy it. Like, if you don't want to find it, you're not going to find it. But if you choose to, like, understand the value that an artist, although controlled by a studio or not, they still are able to put those things in there. And so we're going to enjoy it either way. Yeah. But that was a long podcast because we have a lot to say about Star Wars. It was mainly just talking about Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> so, everyone, if you listen to the whole hour of this, thank you very much. Hopefully you enjoyed Rise of... <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoy uh rise of skywalker as much of us that was it was a blast it was a fun movie to enjoy i'm excited to watch it again whenever i do i'm excited for yeah i'm excited for our binge of star wars whenever we get to that um it's all gonna be good fun yeah thanks for listening you know and it's oh i'm excited for the future and i'm excited to listen to this podcast honestly it's gonna be fun we're listening to this I know. <laughs> like, the soundtracks, too, like in number one, Phantom, Phantom Menace against Darth Maul. Oh, Duel of Fates. Oh, 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 this, I forgot to mention this. That scene where Poe flies over in his X-Wing, and it shows, the whole, like, the whole fleet that Lando brings in, and the way John Williams builds the music, I, it, like, made me emotional. It was just like, oh, like, oh, yeah, exactly. And it was so amazing. Yeah, love that movie. But a slight announcement of what's going to happen for the next few weeks. We are very behind schedule. This time of year has been crazy for us. Um, hey, it's a new year. Well, that's weird. 2020. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Um, but so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little three-film break uh, where one week each one of us get to pick a movie. After the three weeks, we're going to jump back into MCU Phase 3 and finish that up and then find another series to binge and have a ton of fun that way. Um should we tell them? We've already decided. We didn't. We did not talk about it with each other. We just decided we had a list of movies and we each picked one. Should we tell them now or should we surprise them each week? We'll tell you now. Yeah, we'll tell you. Okay, so yeah. we're watching Cades first, which is Interstellar. And then Kelton. I'm actually still on the fence, but I'm deciding between A Quiet Place and Edge of Tomorrow. And I'm also on the fence. I'll probably end up doing a coin flip or just decide between Ender's Game and. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Very different movies, but... <laughs> we'll let you guys know. Yeah. Yep, next week. Interstellar, Interstellar, for sure. We're going to have a lot of fun. But uh, thanks for listening. Ciao, ciao. Peace out, home dogs. Day.